Scholarships. We all know about them. And if you're going to college without mommy and daddy's money, you're going to need to master how to find these scholarships to be able to graduate without any student debt. But that's the hard part. Scholarships are like those rare shiny Pokemon that come out of nowhere and you have to act fast to catch them. Just like in the game, we don't have unlimited Master Balls, so it usually means that you'll have to write an essay or showcase some sort of talent in order to get these scholarships. But where do you look for these scholarships? What type of scholarships are out there? And why do we always ask three questions before segueing into a guest? To talk a little bit more about all of this, here's Shaneda, a rising sophomore at NYU who has won nine scholarships for over $108,000. I usually make a list of scholarships with their deadlines and requirements and organize all of my essays in a Google folder. Since I'm often applying to 15 to 20 scholarships a month, it can get a bit overwhelming, so staying organized is really important. Just for the fun of it, look up what tuition at NYU is and you'll understand why she grinded so hard to get that $108,000. Now, while filling out 15 to 20 scholarships, writing all of those essays and applying coupled with the stress of getting rejected may seem like a lot of work, think about it this way. How much money is that per hour? Let's do some quick maths. $108,000 divided by 12 is about $9,000 a month. Then let's say she worked on finding these scholarships for about 20 hours a month. So we'll divide 9,000 by 20 and it comes out to $450 an hour. If you've ever worked a job before, you'll understand how insane that rate is. And for those of you who haven't worked a job, to put that into perspective, the federal minimum wage is $7.25. Instead of 20 hours a month, you would have to work over 1,241 hours in one month to make that same amount of money. There isn't even 1,241 hours in a month anyway. That is why scholarships are so important. Even though they're tedious to do and to fill out, they can lead to a lot less headaches down the road and will allow you to live comfortably and stress-free while you're attending university. I mean, wouldn't you want to spend more time studying and playing Smash than spending it working at Wawa at the register? Now, you have to be careful when filling out and looking for these scholarships. There are a lot of common mistakes that people make when they go out and start applying. To help us understand what to do and what not to do, Alexander is a senior at North High School and he's going to be attending Stanford. He's won over $345,000 from four scholarships. So what are some of these common mistakes? One of the main things I learned was to avoid being too well-rounded. Everyone applying to large national scholarships has great ACT, SAT, and AP scores and most likely will have a bunch of extracurriculars in a variety of subjects. Attempting to do the same by joining a lot of clubs and organizations in an attempt to be a jack-of-all-trades will likely not increase your chances of receiving a competitive scholarship because you will not stand out. To correct this, the best thing you can do is show commitment in a singular subject or a couple of subjects. For example, I want to major in computer science, so I made sure to take multiple computer science courses while I was also competing in coding competitions and joining tech groups. Commitment to a subject that you are passionate about helps you stand out because you will gain a lot of experience in a subject as opposed to minimal exposure. The best time to start is now by joining a club slash organization related to the subject or by starting your own club. There are going to be a lot of people applying for the same scholarships as you. You can think about it like how you'd be going up against an entire class of superheroes in My Hero Academia. Each one that is applying has their own unique and special quirk, and you need to have the same. 
Don't try to be a jack of all trades and have a ton of different things on your resume because 9 times out of 10, there are 30 other people with the exact same mindset as you who are doing the exact same thing. But you're a part of the declassified squad. We don't do things like how everyone else does because we've got the cheat codes. The best things to do is to focus and hone in on the skills in a few select areas and get better at them instead of overextending yourself and having your hand in multiple cookie jars. If you're good at coding, hone in on that. Are you good at writing? Go for that. There are even anime scholarships out there that I'm sure they'd love to hear about how you brought anime to your campus. And I even just found a bonsai tree scholarship that is probably waiting to hear about your bonsai collection. So what are some other common mistakes that students make? Some common mistakes I've seen people make are applying for big popular scholarships. Although it's possible to win those, your chances are much smaller. I've also seen that people usually don't apply for a lot of scholarships or give up after a few, but the trick is to apply to as many as you possibly can and really set aside to do them, especially when you're in high school. It may sound tedious, but you've got to keep at it and keep going when it comes to scholarships. You can't give up after just one day or even one rejection. You need to keep going and push forward no matter what comes your way. Apply for the one that suits you the best and maybe throw your hat into some popular big-time scholarships too. You never know what could happen. But when it comes to these niche scholarships, how do you find them? I highly recommend students who are looking for scholarships to Google specific majors or areas in which their strengths lie. Also, if they identify as a specific minority or ethnic group, there are so many scholarships dedicated to different groups of people, and that's the best way to find the scholarships that are right for you. Also, subscribing to scholarship newsletters are a great way to get tailored scholarship recommendations. Some of my favorite resources include findscholarshipsonline.org, the NSHSS, which stands for the National Society of High School Scholars. They have a bunch of scholarships for high school students. Scholarships.com, scholarshipscanada.com, if you're from Canada like me. ScholarTree, which has a super great weekly newsletter. Bold.org and Niche.com. You've got to be willing to dig deep and go to the unknown in order to find the treasures that you seek. Be cautious, but still take risks when applying to these scholarships because you never know what could happen. That one scholarship that you didn't apply to could have netted you $100,000, and it might have been the one that's right up your alley. And at the same time, don't forget about the smaller ones too. Winning four or $5,000 scholarships is way better than winning none. Now, throughout this episode, we've gone over a lot of different ways to get these scholarships, from honing your skills and what you have that is unique to you, to knowing what not to do when applying for these scholarships. But before we wrap things up, I'd like to share one final cheat code that can net you some sweet cash for that class. And my cheat code for students who are applying to scholarships is when applying, be creative. When you are asked strange or difficult questions for essays, don't be afraid to say something obscure or way out of the box. For example, there is a girl who was recently admitted to an Ivy League who wrote an essay about the letter S. Answering questions in a straightforward way is tempting and sometimes the best choice. But creative thinking will help you stand out against applicants who answer in a generic or cliche manner. The best way to convince someone that you are a worthy investment, because that is what scholarship reviewers attempt to determine, is by showing them your intellectual ability by coming up with unique and obscure responses. Think about this. Does anyone remember the guy who mastered the fundamentals of basketball or baseball? Nope. 
But what they do remember is Michael Jordan jumping from the free throw line with his tongue out or the iconic Big Pop hitting a home run out of Red Sox Stadium. Nobody wants to watch some schmuck play Call of Duty all slow and methodical and just camping in the corner. What is interesting though are the guys who do 360 no-scopes and play the game like they're John Wick hopped up on sugar. What I'm trying to say is that you need to know what you're good at and own it. These scholarships are looking for unique individuals that have special talents that could appeal to these scholarships. Master your skills. Hone in on your quirks. Be that superhero from class 1A. Be the Michael Jordan of math or the nade shot of writing. And now that you've got the cheat codes, go and get that bread. And I can almost guarantee you that there's some sort of scholarship out there that deals with podcasting. And for that, check this out. Well, that's about it. I'm out.